3: in this program are based on the holy spirit leading of a man called coach
0: i gotta ask you this out there christian america
3: it's time for pass the salt with a coach dave dovenmeyer
0: good morning beautiful people i thought i'd say that before myra got a chance to say it as i said you aren't all beautiful some of you out there are spies some of you out there just waiting to get mad so you aren't all beautiful people so good morning to all of you who are thanks for joining us uh had a uh man I, <laughs> I get this stuff bubbling up inside of me i got try to push it down i i, I you know I don't want to come sprinting out of the gate here so I want to try to slow myself down here and talk about some i got I just got a lot to, i got a lot to talk about a lot to talk about I had a great weekend thanks to betty Perkins who drove me all the way out there and drove all the way back And what I really like about riding with betty Perkins she drives fast. I love it. <laughs> she has a she has a fuzzbuster, and she drives fast. So you don't have to waste all that time on the highway. I don't know if you guys know this or not. They designed those freeways. They call them freeways for two reasons. Number one, they're supposed to be free unless you're on the Pennsylvania Turnpike, and they're supposed to be free and that you there's no stopping. Now look, listen to me. Don't ride in the left lane. If you are driving, quit riding in the left lane. Get out of the passing lane. Amen. There ought to be a If I was a cop, that's what I would spend all my time doing. I would be pulling over people who are riding in the passing lane. See, look, friends, when you're driving a car, I don't know if you know this or not. I'm not mad. i you just you're driving down the road. You got two lanes on this side and you got two lanes on that side. And the two lanes, one is, are you ready? Are you sitting down? One is called the passing lane. So if you're not passing, don't be in the passing lane. In fact, I got another one that's going to really freak you out. Do you you drive down the highway, if it's just a two-lane highway, and you're passing a car, once you get past that car, do you continue in that other lane? Yeah, that would be stupid, wouldn't it? When you're driving down the road in the freeway, freeway, and you pass a car, um, get over, get back over. That's the passing lane. And I would say this, more accidents are caused by people driving slow in the passing lane than anything else. It's not high speed. That's High speed doesn't, doesn't call wrecks. People driving slow in the passing lane cause wrecks. Got to get that out of me. So, Betty, I'll ride with you anywhere because she drives quickly. Quickly. So is a fuzz buster premeditated sin? Well, I don't think it is because I don't think the law is valid. <laughs> so there. Uh, anyway, that boy, that'll take us someplace, won't it? Huh? That'll take us somewhere. So thanks, thanks, Betty. We had a great event. Uh, Diana Ketterman did an unbelievable. Bobby Bobby Lee filmed all these. These are all be posted online, folks. At Coach Dave Live, Diana Ketterman did a great thing on the Masons, the Masonic influence. It was really really good. Uh, David Paxton did another great great one on contracts, on the uh, uh, we call them generational curses, generational sins, contracts. Paxton did a great job on that. David Hevener did another great job, as he always does. And Tom Dunn did a great job on <clears throat> uh, satanic, ritually abused. And no, I didn't throw any tomatoes. I thought about it a couple times. But there, it was as I sat around and watched what was going on, I realized, thank to pastor Ben, by the way, for opening up the church, letting us be there. Uh, I sat sat around, even though I wanted to throw tomatoes, I understood, I realized, that a lot of what was being taught, the people in the room had not heard. So I kept my tomatoes. So for a lot of them, it was again just another educational thing, but a lot of the information that was provided, the people had not heard. So at some point here, Bobby's working really hard to get these things up on online. At some point, they'll all be posted to Coach Dave Live, and you can you can go ahead and watch those. So it was it was really, really good. And again, the highlight of my uh my uh, weekend was riding in a car with somebody who drives faster than me. That, 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 was, that was the highlight of my weekend. <laughs> I, I just hated that. I don't know why. I, we got this straight road here, right? Uh, and I say, can't you cops with your radar, can't you go do some real work? Why do you have to sit out here and try to arrest people who just want to get home? And <laughs> that really what it comes down to. Because it's revenue, right? Revenue. Always follow the money. See, it's easy to catch somebody speeding. It's not easy to catch somebody transporting drugs. It's not easy to get somebody transporting children who are being trafficked. That kind of stuff's not easy. So they just pull over people going too fast and charge them $250 on a freeway, which on the Pennsylvania Turnpike, you paid to ride on. So not only have to pay to ride on it, they're going to charge you if you drive too fast. Speed doesn't kill. I'm sorry. I'll get Chad in there, he'll straighten us all out because Chad's written a lot of tickets. But the truth of the matter is, speed is not, in my estimation, uh, I don't think speed is the reason people die in car accidents. It's one of them. But I, I think it's people riding in the wrong lane who force people to drive reckless, recklessly because they want to get around the people. That that would be my... What are you talking about all that for, Coach? Because just is, is. So Myra, pray us in real quickly. I want to talk to you today about... All Saints Day, which is tomorrow, the connection to paganism. Are you sitting down? And the realization that every major holiday in America has pagan roots. Every one of them. Oh, yeah. Christmas, pagan. Sorry, baby. Sorry. Uh, Easter, pagan. Sorry, baby. Halloween, pagan. Sorry, baby. And the church celebrates them all. Now, look, here's the risk we run, okay? And I don't want to come off as a a pickled-faced, prune-faced Christian. Not allowed to have any fun. Not allowed to have any fun. I'm not one of those guys who stands on the street corner and says, Uh, repent, if you're doing Halloween, repent, although I don't think we should celebrate Halloween. I'm not a guy that stands on the corner and says, not my house, not my house, we're not going to have Christmas in my house. That's pagan. I'm not one of those guys. I'm not one of those guys. I'm not one of those guys who says, well, I'm not celebrating Easter because it's pagan, but they all are. They all are. And we have to ask ourselves whether the celebration of pagan holidays, Christianized pagan holidays, Pagan holidays with a Christian bend to them—if those, in fact, glorify our Lord—it's tough, right? So I don't want to be a ba humbug. Don't have any fun with your kids because some of the greatest experiences I had in my life is celebrating these pagan holidays. Was well, the Lord think about it, right? I used to do what they called trick. We used to call it Halloween. In other words, the last this is my parents let me do this. The last the couple nights last week, really before Halloween. We did what was called Halloweening. We told our, it got dark, and my mom, I'd tell, we'd say to our mom, "Hey, mom, we're gonna go Halloween, and, and she'd say, "All right, boys, be safe." And you know what Halloween was, right? Soap windows, throwing corn. We used to get we used to get piles of cow dung, and put it in a bag, and set it on fire, and ring the doorbell. And people would come to the doorbell, and there'd be a pile of crap burning on it, and they'd step in it. We'd laugh, laugh, laugh. We we did that for a week. My parents never said anything about it. Halloween, and, it would, Mom, we're going Halloween, and, all right, be careful. Remember who you are. So, it was, you know, that kind of stuff became so much of a tradition of growing up. I look back on it. Wasn't anything good about it. <laughs> wasn't anything good about it. Yet we celebrated. Go ahead, Myra. I'm 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 going to, I'll calm down here now. Catch my breath. Calm down here in a second.
1: Yes, coach. I will be delighted. I know you'll Uh, be
0: delighted. You're always delighted. Is there any time when I ask you to pray that you're not delighted? No. uh, Okay, then you're not. Hey, folks, Myra's delighted, okay? She's delighted to do so.
1: Okay, the reading today will be from Matthew 28 16 through 19. It is written, then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted.
0: Wow, 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 that'll preach.
1: And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth.
0: Now Stop there, Myra. Got to stop there. Is Jesus lying? Is he lying? Right directly out of his mouth, he's telling us, basically, the devil's got no power. Now, By the way, nobody has any power unless it's delegated. That's why Jesus said what? I only say, I only do what I see my father do. Why? Because any power that Jesus had is delegated authority. It's delegated power. And as soon as Jesus steps out and starts to do his own thing, he's going to get swatted down by his dad, just as we are, right? And so, if you continue on down, we have to understand delegated authority means what? God gave you gave all powers given unto me in heaven and heaven and <clears throat> heaven and earth. Now, hang on, Myra. I'm sorry, but I got to get this out. All powers given to me both in heaven and earth. Now, wait a minute. I thought Satan had all power on earth. That's what they teach us, isn't it? Isn't that what they teach us? So, if Satan has all power on heaven, on earth, Jesus is a liar. Which is it? Which is it? All power. All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Ooh. Satan has no power. Alright? Cool. Go ahead, Myra. Right, listen, yes, hey, Myra, Myra, hang on, hang on. Because He has given unto us all power in heaven and earth. He asks us to do something with it. Go ahead.
1: Yes, 19. Go, ye therefore, and teach all nations. Stop! Stop!
0: Teach all nations what? Is that nations or is that nationalities? Is that ethnicities? Jesus said, all power is given unto me. So here, you take that power that I gave to you, and you go and you teach all nations. Teach them what? Go ahead, Myra.
1: Baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit, you're welcome to coach Dave Haddle, and we open our hearts to you. I unleash resurrection power, love, grace, and joy on you. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen, 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 amen. Thank you, Myra. Boy, I could preach right on there.
1: You're welcome.
0: <laughs> yes, sir. I, I'm, not, I'm not going to. I'm, fight, I'm fighting the urge, but I'm not going to. Uh, Brett uh, Brett White, come on in there, Brett. Thanks for to- thanks for hosting us and taking care of me and being nice to me. Oh, let me stop a second. I'm sorry, Brett, just a second before I bring you in. Uh, hey, friends, I ask you to do, do me a favor. Join me in fasting today, will you? You say, Coach, I already had breakfast. Okay, I don't care. From now on, uh, don't don't eat till sundown. Right? Don't eat till sundown. It's a high satanic holiday today. So I would just ask as many of us out there as you can, uh, just join me in that fast today. All right? Uh, go ahead, Brett. Yeah, I'm just I'm just
5: kind of curious. And uh, so, growing up, we used to do the same thing for Halloween as you're talking about: soaping windows, knocking on doors throwing corn you know uh were we i I guess we were mischievous yes but we were also men
0: we were (laughs) we were men i I don't don't
5: know that that stuff goes on anymore
0: for years i don't know if it does either i don't know if it does either brett in fact, we we probably shouldn't support soaping windows and throwing corn and making bags of poop and people stepping and probably shouldn't support that. But it'd be almost good if we had some men who did that kind of thing. Yeah, we're, I mean we,
5: we weren't necessarily we weren't destructive, which which I think was good, but you know, we were men. We were willing to to uh and mischievous, don't get me wrong, but we were men. We were we were boys, but we were men.
0: We went out. To face the evil in that darkness, didn't we? That's what Halloween was about. And boys went out and we did evil things thinking we were fighting the evil. But we all understood there was a sense of evil in, ha- in Halloween, didn't we? We all understood that. And you're right. We weren't afraid of it. We weren't afraid of it. We went out. In fact, we didn't really worry about Halloween at all until people started putting poison in candy. Remember that, friends? Remember when that happened the first time somebody had some laced candy? And all of a sudden, everybody got the, ooh, ooh, better be afraid. That's the first time I can ever really remember any pushback at all as grown up in regarding uh, Halloween. Mom, mom used to make us dump out our candy. We had to go through and make sure none of the packages had been opened, and she wouldn't let us eat any uh, any cookies or anything like that, right? You guys remember that, right? Because Christmas, Halloween then, and Halloween today are not, not the same. Real quickly, Jack, go ahead, and then I'm going to jump in here. Uh,
5: weren't we kind of learning to take risks but we had the respect not to damage anybody's property we were learning to be mischievous without being destructive and without yes. being disrespectful yep. okay yep. the the soap yep. washed off Yeah. right windows don't wash off
0: yeah we didn't we didn't break windows that's right i couldn't yeah i agree good point jack good point yeah dale
6: yeah, shouldn't we be more concerned about the new assault hammers out there? Shouldn't they be? Banned?
0: <laughs> Stop it, Dale. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it, yeah. Dale. Look, I'm not, I'm not going to get into the Nancy Pelosi thing. Here's why I'm not going to get into it because just wait a couple days and the truth comes out, right? So I'm not going to analyze it all right now. We're going to know here in a couple days that evidently uh, her husband, it's not the first time he's been hanging out with young boys. Would that surprise anybody? Now You want me to believe, the media wants me to believe, that you can go to Nancy Pelosi's house and break a window and break into the house and no cop will be there. What? What? Come on. Come on. Oh, my goodness. See, they're getting, well,
1: they know we're pretty stupid, I guess. They figure, figure we'll believe it. Quickly, Joanne. Uh, yeah, I saw the picture of that. And did you notice that the glass was on the
0: outside of the house, not the inside? Yeah, well, all the truth's going to come out here. All the truths about to come out. So I'm not going to spend any time talking about it yet. I got so many. I got 12 different things to show you. Number one, okay, where do I start? You guys know this, right? <clears throat> the focus of this show is a relentless pursuit of truth, right? Because the Bible tells us that you shall know the truth, and the truth, if you know it, shall make you free. Now, here's what happens to us, okay? And because we're so rooted and grounded in traditions, we often recognize or believe traditions as truth, truth, and uh, passed down from generation to generation to generation generation. traditions. That's why Jesus got mad when he went into. The Pharisees and the Sadducees, and what did he say? He said, You teach as commandments the doctrines of men. Quickly, Spencer, see how quick you are on your feet here. What's a doctrine? What's a doctrine? You teach as commandments. By the way, that doctor comes from doctrine. Doctrine is what? In a general sense, whatever's taught. <laughs> I love Webster, man. Whatever taught. That's 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 a doctrine. Hence, a principle, or position in any science and whatever is laid down as true by an instructor or a master. That's a doctrine. The doctrines of the gospel are the principles of truth taught by Christ and his apostles. The doctrines of Plato are the principles which he taught. Hence, a doctrine may be true or false. It may be a mere tenet or opinion. Teaching as commandments, the doctrines not of Christ, but of men. Teaching, by the way, to finish that scripture, teaching as doctrines, the commandments of men, making the word of God of none effect. Is that a powerful statement there? The all-powerful word of God of none effect.
1: Boom. Oh.
0: If you're teaching it as false tradition, falseness. Boom. Um. Mm, wow, huh? So I got uh some hell you. Help me walk through this here. Okay, go ahead, Joanne. Go ahead. Then nobody else put your hand up for a minute after Joanne's done. Go ahead, Joanne. She forgot nope. to take it down. Whoop. She forgot to take it down. All right, we're cool. We're cool. All right, there we go. Here we go. <clears throat> Where do I start? What's well, All Saints Day? Start with number nine. We're going to talk about Halloween today. We're going to talk about Christmas. We're going to talk about Easter, the three largest holidays, none of which, none of which are Christian. None of them are Christian. Now, hang on. I'm not bah humbug. Don't want you have any fun. But it, we need to know. All Saints Day, the meaning and history behind November 1st holiday. All right? By the way, <clears throat> oh, this is going to be so much fun today. Holy Spirit so good to me. Cause I started doing some research this morning on Halloween, and I said All Saints Day, and the Holy Spirit whispered in my ear, "Real nice," he says. Uh, what's a saint? Boom! Because I go back to my Catholic tradition. I don't know if it's like in the Episcopal Church or the churches you guys grew up. I grew up as a little Catholic boy. No, I go back to all those saints that you're supposed to pray to. This St. Christopher, Michelle, what did St. Christopher do? St. Christopher helped you find lost things, I think. And St. Saint, saint uh, whatever, and all these saints, all these saints. Now I thought, what's a saint? So a saint, uh, there's a yearly reminder of our connectedness as Christians of the church. It's called All Saints Day, by the way, which is tomorrow. That's why this is All Saints Eve. Halloween. Halloween. Hallow means honor. Hallow means honor. Uh, hallowed dead shall not have died in vain. Hallowed ground. Hallowed. Holy. Halloween. Okay? Perhaps you think of the saints as statues in the church building. But the Bible teaches something completely different. Who are the saints? Hey, Betty, who are the saints? <laughs> We're <are> the saints. <laughs> We're <are> the saints. Where are the saints? That is, if you're a follower of Jesus, God calls a saint those who trust in Christ alone for salvation. You find it in Acts 9, Acts 26, Romans 8, and 1 Corinthians 1. All Saints' Day is also known as All Hallows' Day or Hallow hallo Mass as a Christian celebration in honor of all the saints from Christian history. In Western Christianity, it's observed on November 1st by the Roman Catholic Church, the Methodist Church, the Lutheran Church, Eastern Orthodox Church, Eastern Catholic Church, all saints, all followers, blah, blah, blah. The Christian festival of All Saints Day comes from conviction that there is a spiritual connection between those who are in heaven and those who are in earth. And those of you who listen to the show often say, I don't even know if anybody's in heaven yet. That's what I say. I don't care. Are they asleep? We'll get onto that on another day. In Methodist tradition, All Saints Day relates to God, earnest gratitude for the lives and deaths of the saints. Remember those who are well-known and, and not. So we. So I don't want to get too deep on this, all right? What makes somebody a saint? What makes somebody a saint? Is it a consecration of the Catholic Church? Does the Pope pick somebody really, really good? So that, there's a saint for you. Boy, there's one. Huh? Listen, we're going to make him saint, and he's the patron saint of. Uh, uh, why he's the patron saint of finding lost things. Uh, let's follow this saint because he's the patron saint of uh, fighting fights. Let's talk. let's pray to Saint Matthew and say, I don't even know their names. I used to when I was when I was a little Catholic. Hey, folks. Ain't no saints. <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. No, no, there are saints. We're all saints. We're the saints. Open up Hebrews eleven. There are your saints. Your saints are in Hebrew eleven. They don't even give. They don't even tell you who they are. All right. Because why? When you become a. All right. What a saint is a follower of Jesus, friends. A saint is a follower of Jesus. So they took. All saints stay, and understand this, that all the devil can do is counterfeit. He cannot create anything. So when Christians, remember, no internet back then, no telephones, no cell phone, no TV, no means of communication, Christianity was spread through tradition. That's, By the way, that's what the Protestant Reformation basically was all about about who God was and the availability of God to the individual. The Catholic Church, I heard the Pope just say, uh, I don't know, about six, seven months ago, that there's no such thing as a personal relationship with Jesus. The Pope said that. But uh, but there's a personal relationship with St. Harold or St. Gertrude, I guess, but there's no personal relationship with Jesus. Folks, this is teaching as commandments the doctrines of men made up, sorry, Sorry. Am I ever going to be a saint? Well, I am one. Huh? Yeah. Is there ever going to be Saint Coach Dave Day? No, I don't think so. I don't think so, but I'm a saint. Okay? So we're all saints. And the idea that we have All Saints Day was a tradition seized upon by who? Why, the pagans did. The pagans seized All Saints Day, right? Which is tomorrow, November 1st. Through the years and years and years, the pagan said, Boy, that'd be really, really good. Let us get us in there. And I'm looking at my list over here. Let's let's get us in there. By the way, pagan influence, friends, is everywhere. Did you know that there's the second holiday where <clears throat> Christmas is first, Halloween is second, where people spend the most money? Did you guys know that? Halloween. And I wonder how many of you can drive around your neighborhoods and see people have their houses decorated with. Ghosts and goblins, skeletons. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? When you, when you really, you say, what well, again, humbug! Halloween's fun. It's fun. I get it. It's fun. But folks, I don't know if the Lord thinks it's funny. I don't know if he thinks it's funny. And we bring it into the church and, well, what do we do? Well, we don't want to call it Halloween. No, that would be pagan. We'll call it. A trick or trunt, trunk or treat. We'll give it some other name, right? That's like calling a whore a mistress. She's still a whore. <laughs> you you with me? With me? <clears throat> so we we gotta come to the realization that that this is uh this is a problem. This is a problem. And you can do all you want to say, well, we celebrate, we hand out Bible tracts. All right. <laughs> It'd be like handing out condoms at a whorehouse. Sorry. <laughs> I just got that. That's a, that's a good one, right? Look, I'm not trying to make you uncomfortable. I'm just trying to help you understand Christmas, Easter, Halloween are all pagan rooted. You know that. God.
5: Amen.
0: Okay. So the question we have to ask ourselves is, do we honor the Lord by doing those? You say, well, coach, coach, come on. We're just little kids giving candy. Trick or treat! It's a tradition we've been doing it all all the long. It's Americanized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you are you opening up your child to any type of spiritual influence if you do that? I wonder. Hmm. Do you do we believe in the demonic? Do we believe in dressing our little boy up in a devil's costume? With, huh? A devil's costume, really? Okay. Look, I don't get you. You get where I'm going, right? So I don't I don't want to get bogged down on this, but I think these are things that we need to really, really think about, folks. I got more stuff. I can have to know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stay the whole show on that, but I think we all need to really. Hey, you can you can do your own, own research. Just do some research on those three days and you'll find out every one of. Them. Friends, Jesus Christ was not born on Christmas. Christmas, November uh, December 25th is tied to December 21st which is the shortest day of the year. It's tied to that, friends. You know that, right? You, you, you do know that all of the holiday, all the uh, season changes are on the 21st, right? September 21st, December 21st, March 21st, June 21st. And Christmas just happened to bump up to December 21st, and they paganized Christianity. I'm, I'm sorry, paganized Christianity. Right, and then the same thing applies to Easter. How do I know that? Well, it's very, very simple. Easter is very simple, because w- when is Easter? Can somebody tell me what day Easter is? It's like if they ask you, Coach, what what day is your birthday, Coach? Uh, I would say, uh, see, uh, my birthday is uh, the first Thursday after the first uh, uh, after the full moon. Uh, no, my birthday is November twenty sixth. So if you ask somebody when's Easter they're going to say oh well it's 40 days after the uh 40 days after the first full moon after this winter equinox folks that's literally how we decide when Easter is by the moon We're talking about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ and we're to believe that that began that, that was related to the moon <laughs> There wasn't a day an actual day when it happened and there were even the word Easter so look, I'm not by a humbug, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to religious, religiousize you, I'm not trying to make you not have any fun in Christianity, but we all better wake up and understand that those three days, Easter, Christmas, Halloween, all have pagan roots, all of them, all of them have pagan roots, okay? I'm going to open this up. We'll talk about this a little bit, and I got a couple of other things I want to hit you in the face with. Go ahead, Clay.
5: Coach, I live out in the country, in a little fall Fall Branch, Tennessee, is uh, the, the little bitty town. And there's a there's an elementary school, and right across the street from the elementary school is a house and a Dollar General. And the Dollar General can't sell alcohol because it's so close to the school. They can't even sell a beer. But right next door at that house, every year at, at this time for about a month, a guy puts a little stage out in his front yard with a disco ball and a silver pole. And he's got a, a female skeleton dancing, swinging around that pole. And then he's got skeletons sitting there drinking mixed drinks with their, with their, with their money. and it, And it's right in front of the school and it's close to the street. And all those little elementary school kids talk about that. For a month, every year.
0: Well, Clay, can I make it worse for you than that? They take costume parties celebrating Halloween into the schools. Right into the schools, right? They've been infiltrated right into the schools. Uh, Stephanie, I want you to give us your take here on on Halloween here in just a second. Silver, go ahead.
5: Coach, I was going to make reference to uh, Easter and all of the – how is that even possible? Easter is tied to Passover, okay? And it was the Passover day that he was crucified. Three days Mm -hmm. later, he rose from the dead, or Mm -hmm. discovered risen, okay? And uh, so regardless of what day that is, it doesn't have to be Sunday. Whatever, if if you tie that to it, his risen day, the Easter day or whatever, you call it Resurrection Day, okay? It was three days after he was crucified. Right. That's all based on Passover.
0: I'm with you. So we don't know. There's no such thing as Easter Sunday. Really, is there, Joe? Correct. We don't really. We don't really know. Again, folks, teaching his commandments, the doctrines of men, making the word of God of none effect. Craig.
7: It maybe come back to me, but maybe you could have um, whoever's running the producer pull up First Samuel twenty-eight. You can have Silver read this later. You're not gonna bring
0: up the Bible, are you? Are you gonna bring up the Bible? Go ahead. First Samuel 28.
7: 7 through 19. And then Silver can read it and we can come back to it. Because it <laughs> really this is the this is the essence of what Halloween is all about.
0: Uh oh boy, that's important. I know it is. Then said Saul unto his servant, Seek me a woman that hath a familiar spirit. Oh, Craig, I'm man that I may go to her and inquire of her. And his servant said, and behold, wow, there's that lay old lady down the street. She has that familiar spirit at indoor. And so Saul put on a Halloween costume and, and went and with two other men, and they came to the woman by night and said, I pray thee, divine unto me that familiar spirit and bring him up uh, so I know, I know unto thee. And the woman said to him, uh, Behold, thou knowest what Saul hath done, how he hath cut off those that have familiar spirits and wizards out of the land. And when thou layest thou a snare for my life to cause me to die. He says, you know what Saul did, right? He cast out all those things. And Saul swore to her by the Lord, saying, as the Lord liveth, there shall be no punishment happen to thee for this thing. Go ahead and celebrate it. And then the woman said, whom shall I bring up to thee? And he said, bring me up, Samuel. Bring him up here. And when the woman saw Samuel, she cried with a loud voice. And the woman spoke to Saul and said, "Why hast thou deceived me, for your soul?" And the king said unto her, "Be not afraid for what you saw." And the woman said unto Saul, "I saw gods ascending out of earth, out of the earth, little gods. I saw little gods ascending out of the earth." And he said unto her, well, "What form is he of?" And she said, "An old man cometh up, and he's covered with a mantle." And Saul perceived that it was Samuel. He's in costume. And he stooped with his face to the ground and bowed himself. And Samuel said to Saul, why has thou disquieted me? Why did you do this to me? And Saul answered, I'm sore distressed, for the Philistines make war against me, and God has departed from me, and answers me no more, neither by prophets nor by dreams. Therefore I've called you, that you mayest make known unto me what I shall do. Wow, divining spirits here, huh? They said, Samuel, wherefore thou dost thou? Why then do you ask of me? Seeing the Lord has departed from me and has become your enemy. The Lord's your enemy. And the Lord hath done to him as he spake by me. For the Lord hath rent the kingdom out of your hand, and he's given it to your neighbor, even to David. Because you obeyest not the voice of the Lord, nor executest his fierce wrath upon Amalek. Therefore hath the Lord done this thing unto you this day. And moreover, the Lord will also deliver Israel unto thee into the hand of the Philistines, and tomorrow thou shalt thou shalt and thy sons be with thee, the Lord also shall deliver the host of the Israel into the hands of the Philistines. Wow Craig.
7: well you know you know what happened you know what happened the next day when he, said, <laughs> be with he said, she actually pulled up Samuel, okay, because remember this is from Jesus Abraham's bosom. there's a great chasm you can see, but you can't go cross, mm. okay. And the witch got freaked out because she's used to dealing with with dead spirits, but they're the spirits of Noah's flood, the Nephilim. Okay, that's why I always say October thirty first is the day that all those Nephilim spirits went went down. All right, and so when she, she saw Samuel, she freaked out. It's like, wow, I mean, I, I've never seen this before. Mm-hmm. Because when you want to, when you want to play around with dead spirits on today's, okay, then you know what you are going to be like. Saul, and you're going to go down. That's what he said, and he did die. He died the very next day.
0: Hmm. Who knows about the impact on our children, folks? Who knows about the impact on our children of us celebrating this pagan holiday? Uh, Reggie or or uh, Stephanie, one of you former witches. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, Do anything to add here that, that we're missing? Mike McKee, come on in. While they're getting one of them getting ready to come in.
6: Hey coach, you're getting back to a little bit of humor here. If you're gonna put uh years ago when we put uh you know what you were talking about um, manure on a bag and then set it on fire. Yeah you want to make sure when you're running away you don't have a close line in your path.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we checked all that out. Because I was only about two feet tall then, so it didn't matter. I was I was good on that. I could sneak in, hide. I could I could I could light it on I'm telling you the truth. We used to light them on fire. Put it on the porch and then hide in the bushes right in front of the house. They'd come out and they'd stomp. I'd be hiding right in the bushes. They wouldn't even see me. Bernie.
2: Yeah, coach. Maybe we just to call it spiritual adultery today. today. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe, yeah, he, if we gave it the right name, people would understand yeah. why we wouldn't do it, you know?
0: yeah we got what well, we, Bernie we have to ask ourselves whether the Lord thinks it's as funny as we do that's that's really oh my goodness really so like, well
2: you know what the problem is that we you know what i I gotta tell you what after selling all these books, oh well, how are we going to do devotions and, and and I went through this whole thing oh what 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 book should I do for devotions you know, and yep. you know we should just say, but it's the Bible, just read the Bible, mm-hmm. just read that and Amen. uh don't read. If not if nothing else because you're not reading through the Bible you would re- remember these things okay because we forget amen. how bad sin is when we don't stay in it so
0: okay amen hey folks sorry stop praying to saints stop praying to the saints stop praying to the saints we're the saints right I'm a saint and I can't do anything other than cover my family in prayer I can't do anything other than that stop well. Uh, Go ahead and pray to the saints if you want to. Go ahead. Saints is the traditions of men. Making as commandments the doctrines of men. All right? Reggie. Myra, for, I'm sorry. Myra, then Reggie.
1: Yes, Coach. In regard to the people that celebrate Halloween, Revelation 3, 15, 16. I know thy works that thou art neither call or hat. I will thou wear Cold or hot. So then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Hallelujah.
0: Not a Saint Francis is there. Saint Francis will take care of you. Pray to him and he'll he'll cancel all that stuff for you. Yeah, he will. Reggie.
1: I'm a little hoarse, but I mean I hate Halloween. I hate everything about Halloween. My kids were never allowed to participate in it. It was the most disgusting, fall evil time of the year, and everybody in the occult looks forward to this time.
0: Well, but I want to well, say,
1: well, I do want to say, um, with the families that do let their children still trick or treat, I will tell you, you're playing Russian roulette with your children because you do Amen. not know which house the candy is cursed, and they curse the candy. They curse and put spells on their <laughs> their candy,
0: so you're playing Russian roulette. And Reggie, the reality of it is, the the impact of that curse may not show up for years, right? It doesn't Yikes. just uh, you eat the piece of candy today, and tomorrow you're a witch. It doesn't work that way, does it?
1: Exactly.
0: Yep, yep. Come on, folks, gotta be smarter. Doctor Paul, come on in.
3: Hey, coach, this is uh, Saint COVID over here. <laughs>
0: uh,
3: I, I have Saint never Saint might-
0: got Saint Fauci, man. Saint <laughs> Trump. St. Donald Trump, he's coming in. Go ahead.
3: I have to agree with uh Reggie. I, I it's been the most evil weekend I have ever experienced in my life. Close to it anyway. I've never seen so many people trying to take us down all over the place. It's yeah. I people please just keep in prayer because that's all we got right now.
0: Well, Dr. Paul, I don't know if you saw that. They stripped Dr. Peter McCullough of all of his credentials. Did you see that? You
3: know what? I'm going to say this, and people need to listen. Those credentials do not give him credibility. He needs to drop that crap. It's all AMA and all the same licensing things. It doesn't keep him from working. It only points him in a direction that he needs to go away from that crap.
0: Nay, Nothing hidden will not be revealed. That's what I'm saying, man. We're... We're in a great time of unveiling. By the way, I'm moving away from holidays now. I got some other stuff I got to share with you. But seeing it, please, some of you, as many as you can, just just fast. Just don't eat anything the rest of the day till sundown. Don't eat anything until sundown. Uh the power, power of prayer and fasting. Uh, whoever was just up, Craig, you can come in if you want to talk about that. Your hand is up. Go ahead. Well, I just
7: encourage everybody to read, you know, um, first Samuel twenty-eight. Well, here's the <laughs> go back and just read the rest of it. So Saul's not. Uh, hungry right and then this this witch makes him something to eat and he eats it so i mean that's really the halloween story right there yeah and he it is Day. it's <clears throat> so read read that chapter
0: amen so again don't forget that pagan influences everywhere by the way a couple things i'm shifting gears on you now but some some stuff i want to share with you pull up for me <laughs> excuse me spencer pull up uh, obama flu I just want you to know this folks, 2009. How long ago was that? How long ago was, was 2009? Let's see. Uh, 10, 13 years. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Uh, that would be 13 years ago. Right. Would that be right? 13 years ago. I came across this today. Scroll down. Huh. Huh? Are you kidding me? Tell me you're kidding me. Oh, yeah, 2009. It's only 50 seconds. Ready? Go ahead.
7: And Healthcare providers to continue preparing for an increased patient load and to take steps to protect healthcare workers. We need families and businesses to ensure that they have plans in place if a family member, a child, or a co-worker contracts the flu and needs to stay home. We're also making steady progress on developing a safe and effective H1N1 flu vaccine, and we expect a flu shot program will begin soon. This program will be completely voluntary, but it will be strongly
5: recommended.
0: Boom, Vinny!
5: Boom. That's how. Two thousand and nine.
0: Laying the groundwork. Two thousand and nine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, okay, let me let me pull this one up. Uh let's see. Pull up the Kanye email. You know, they're they're breaking Conway. They're breaking him, they're doing everything they can. Now, look, there's two things that you I, I want I want you all to wake up, okay? I want you to wake, wake, wake up. There's two things in America that you are not allowed to be. Only two, I think. Oh uh, there's some secondary things, but two things you're not allowed to be. Does anybody know what the two things are that you're not allowed to be
1: famous and
0: right wing ah uh, that's those are secondaries christian okay, and
6: two? I don't know the second
0: what what'd you say mark
6: Christian but I don't know the no yeah,
0: that's true too those are secondary the two things that you' allowed uh, to to about do, about two things you're not allowed to be Black. are racist. You're not allowed to be racist. If you do something racist, they will bury you, dudes. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> so when somebody says something, if I were to make a racist statement, they would come after me full force and do everything they could to bury. You're not allowed to be racist and does anybody know the second one?
5: Anti-Semitic. Homophobic.
0: Whatever that means, right? Well, you're not allowed to be that. You, you're not allowed to say Jew in a bad way, nor black in a bad way. And they will they will bury you off of those two statements. All right? Now, this came from Kanye today. And they're, they're stripping him of everything. They're banning him everywhere. Because why? Now, come on, friends. You're smarter than this. Are they banning Kanye? Well, Yes, they're banning him because he's speaking Christian stuff. They don't want that. But they can't ban him because he's Christian. Why are they banning him? Can't ban him because he's black. Because he is black. But he he made that mistake, didn't he? He made that mistake. He mentioned that J word. He mentioned it. And they are coming at him from all corners richest black man in the world. And here's what he said today. He said, this is what modern post-social media black mirror warfare looks like. The children, not even off limits. He said, what they're doing to him, economic lynching, digital lynching, bankrupting my social credit score. He says, you tried to bankrupt Adidas and me at the same time. You tried to destroy my life after all the money I've made for the business people. Now you know who's he's who he said the business people were, right? You know I'm not going to use that word. I don't want to be called a name. At least as I burn to the stake in front of the whole world, everyone now knows who they need to really be afraid of. And now everyone knows how much power you business. People actually have you, I'm not going to say it, I don't want to get banned. You know what he means for business people, right? He's not talking about blacks. not talking about black blacks. <clears throat> Forcing Roxy to sue me for 252 million after I gave her family two million. Only a truly powerful business person could have thought of that and sent her to do this. To everyone in the world, take me as an example of what will happen. If you show any frustration, your frustration does not matter. We declare today the day when no human is allowed to be human. Please note that I have never physically hurt anyone. So Ari, Emmanuel, better yet, let me ask your big brother, Ram. Scroll down, please. Is that that the bottom? All right. So what's Kanye saying to us? See, look, folks, I'm I'm sorry. He's talking about the money changers, the same ones that Jesus condemned, those who said they were and were not, those who say they are and are not. Amen. The synagogue of Satan. It's never changed. He's not talking about Hebrews. He's not talking about God-fearing Torah-following. Hebrews, that's not who he's talking about. What's that old saying? Find out who you're allowed to criticize, and then you'll know who's really in power. I Vinny, I'd say boom on that one. There's there's a there's a big boom right there. Boom. Oh, um, another great video. I watched this one last night. Reawakening video pulled up. I, look, I try to get you, I try to put in your hands, folks, stuff that you can share with others. Okay. I watched this last night. <clears throat> about the reawakening tour that's going on with, with uh, Clay Clark. It's re- it's really, really, really well done. Uh, and this is first of several episodes, and you can watch it for free. And uh, just watch this one-minute and 43-second video. Then i got another one to show you when this one's done. Go ahead and, go ahead and play that. Reawakening.
3: Just a beautiful day in downtown Oklahoma City. Well tonight has been postponed. You are all safe. We're in a very fragile place how do i be successful in my business when i'm being told by my government that i have to close my doors on the thrive time show we try to teach people how to grow a business
4: say so questions and wants to get to the truth you want to know why we were shut down where is this coming from
0: China had this festering. We need that data. What are you going to do when they come for your kids? The answer is
3: no. Bouncy kid I know anything really about anything. And I'd say that to his face. Delora, I really appreciate you for allowing me to. Oh, no. yeah. We have people in charge over our communities that we don't know what their philosophy is.
8: Our country has become godless. We've taken God out of everything. The markets today plummeted. They will not allow us within 30 to 100 feet. I called General Flynn. I said, I feel like God wants us to team up to do a reopen
3: America tour and we get people back to God. And he says, I know. I'm going, you know? What is required for the darkness
6: to creep in is the absence of light. We seem to have lost
7: the value of our basic fundamental rights. Why will the churches not stand up?
0: So I'm putting that in the chat. I watched it last night. Hey, friends, look, I always tell you this. When you're watching a YouTube video or something like this, you don't have to watch it on regular speed fast forward it to 1.5 speed or even sometimes 1.75 and you can stop and change the speed if you want to go back and listen to something it uh, I, I encourage you to watch it it's free it's free And then i want you to see uh what where is that one <clears throat> uh that, no that's not it that's not it uh, that's not it number 9 number 9 and i want you to start at the 227 mark this is another good one another one that we're going to we'll put in the chat that you can follow. Folks, look, what's, what are you saying? I'm saying this. <clears throat> the story's cracking. The story's cracking. And all they can try to do is try to silence and punish those of us who are speaking the truth. And one of the things I tried to emphasize this weekend at uh, the event in Pennsylvania we have to begin to speak the truth. Listen, to our friends and to our families. We have to begin to do that controversial thing that we don't want to do. We have to speak it to our pastors. We have to speak it to our churches. We have to speak it to our doctors. We have to speak it to our friends. We have to speak it. We have got to speak it. Because the evidence out there now is so overwhelming of the lies, the wickedness that they have that they have. A throne on top of America that we have to make the grassroots understand it. The grassroots doesn't get it. Why do you think they're censoring so much? They loved Kanye West until so we start talking about Jesus. Amen they loved him until then. Right? Uh, play this. Start it. This is this is this is a good one too. I'll put it in the chat. So you can watch it. This is starting at the two-minute 27 mark, and it's just going, we're going to watch about three minutes of it. Go ahead and play it.
6: But it's not only the mailings. The mailings are a part of it. You know, they look, they use COVID in order to cheat. It's very simple. But they did other things too. And the FBI was covering them. The FBI is involved. When the FBI tells Facebook not to do stories and the media don't do stories, it's Russian disinformation. And they know it's not. And then you see the pollsters are saying that could have made a 17 point difference.
4: Interesting. President Trump talking with Dinesh D'Souza. And he had uh, used COVID. He threw that one out there, used COVID in order to cheat. Bioclandestine, now consider all of the malevolent biological activity going on in the DNC proxy, you know, Ukraine, and the left-wing media's attempts to cover up the existence of the biolabs. Did a virus magically show up right on time that the Dems could use to steal the election with mass mail-in ballots, or did they release it? Y'all know the answer, but this is the closest Trump has ever gotten to directly accusing the Dems of creating the biological weapon known as C-19. I mean, he's basically saying they're using it, folks. How about that? And then he uses the number 17 like he normally does as a warning for all of us.
6: And we don't even need those points because without those points, we won this election by a lot. I was told that if I got the same 63 million votes I got the last time, the... 2016 election, that there was no way you can lose. Okay, Obama didn't. By the way, Obama got less votes the second time, and he won very easily against Romney, against uh, uh, McCain. And when he did that, it was like, it was like everyone was so surprised. Everybody was so surprised. He had the two races, and he did better actually the first time than he did the second time. So he does better, but he won very easily. I was told that if we did the 63 million votes, which we got in 2016, you couldn't lose. We got millions and millions and millions more votes. You know, we did much better the second time than we did the first time.
4: And so we've heard this over and over again. And we know, based on my opinions, that uh, the election was probably won by more Numbers than we could probably ever imagine. They say eighty one million for Biden. I think it's ninety to one hundred million for President Trump. Who knows how big it'll be this next time? It really seems like he's going to run again. General Flynn says the crazy, lunatic, fringe conspiracy theorists, lefties, communists, socialists. A second. Le- a
0: second. Because this segment coming up here with George Carlin, I want you to watch how hard they try to silence George Carlin. Go ahead.
4: Election deniers, whatever they are, and whatever phrase they use to describe conservatives is exactly what they are and represent. They have nothing, nada, zero to offer American except for defeat and a bunch of labels, period. Americans are sick of tired of the uh, labeling. The left is absolutely zero substance. In the coming days, let's vote every single Democrat out of office and take our country back. And here's a reminder from a comedian in the past sharing the truth
8: they're out in the open now they're not even trying to conceal it anymore the owners of the country have to, they bought their elect got their election they said we're going to get this election but we put you people in that court for a reason right, now back the time to, pay to pay earth us. for you anyway. now
4: and this is george carlin for those listening in
8: yeah forget all that stupid will you <laughs> <laughs> you're out in the open, there they open no, they're openly driving the bus and we're all in the back there is no there
5: is no national conspiracy to buy elections and control america now talk about
8: a formal conspiracy right when interests converge these people went to the same universities
4: he's talking to a guy named horace cope cooper this guy continues to play the card of nothing really bad is going on. Everything's perfect.
8: They're on the same boards of directors. They're on the same country clubs. They have like interests. They don't need to call a meeting. They know what's good for them, and they're getting it. And There used to be seven oil companies. There are now three. It will soon be two. The things that matter in this country have been reduced in choice. There are two political parties. There are a handful of insurance companies. There are about six or seven information. things. But if you want a bagel, there are 23 flavors because you have the illusion. You have the illusion of choice right you do not get the real importance there's exactly. no freedom of choice that's a great
4: point don't see much of that anymore there, there, you, go. The
8: there you
0: go right huh? wow 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 so uh, remember this where the spirit of the lord is there is freedom amen and where the spirit of the lord isn't it's it's the counter there's tyranny right So that's what we're dealing with, and if we are going to ever reestablish any type of liberty in America, we will never do it without the Spirit of the Lord, without the acknowledgement of Christ and Christianity, again, at the center of everything we do. Folks, listen to me. This will never happen through politics. This will never happen top-down. We, will, we can put whoever we want to in president of the United States. It will never happen there. It will only happen from the ground roots up. And that's Amen. one of the things that encouraged me this weekend. I'm ready to sign off here as we're making a difference, friends. We're making a difference. There were, there were people in that room in Pennsylvania this weekend whose eyes are slowly being opened. And it's happening more and more and more and more than we can even understand. So don't give up the ship. Don't let them bully you or silence you into keeping your mouth shut, because that is, in fact, the only way they can win. If they silence you, they silence the mouth of God. Bring us home, Randy.
3: Yeah, Coach, we had a great meeting in Springfield, C2K Report, and we're winning, Coach. You're you're right on. We are changing everywhere we step right now. We just have to see the big end game, and and we're not going to quit. We're going to win. That's
0: right. We're playing catch up, aren't we, Randy? We're playing catch up, but they're so desperate. That's why I'm saying fast today. Those of you can't fast today, because I believe this in my heart. They're going to do everything they can to not have an election. That's what I think. They know. They know how far behind they are. They know how rejected they are, and they're going to do everything they can to prevent an election. Fast, pray.
1: We're on the verge of victory. See you tomorrow.